When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it'll get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in. Final hour of the week. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we are rolling through the Friday edition of the program. As always, encourage you, go subscribe to the Clay and Buck podcast. So much cool, original content there that you can't find anywhere else. Long-form discussion with me and Ron DeSantis. Buck has got tons of great interviews, plus Tudor Dixon's podcast network rolling through as a part of the Clay and Buck universe, and many more to come as we come down the stretch of the summer here. Trust me, you're going to love it. Of course, we also... Appreciate all of you listening on the iHeartRadio app. And if you are in a community that, for whatever reason, does not have our radio show, you can stream and download this show live every single day with the iHeartRadio app. All right. Um, Buck, you and I have talked a lot over the years. And by the way, we've been talking about all of the latest news of the day, the additional Trump charges. You could hear us break down all of that. Uh, by downloading the podcast, listening along. But I wanted to make sure we don't forget about what's happened and what the Democrats did to us and what their allies and big corporate government did to us. But this morning I woke up and I was reading our friend Alex Berenson, who was fearless when it came to reporting uh, on the truth of COVID. He's got a uh, piece up this morning saying a new Swiss study shows that the mRNA COVID shots have caused far more heart damage than was previously known, not just to young men either. In fact, here, the headline is, COVID jabs have caused silent heart damage to tens of millions of people, a shocking new study suggests. And it's and then here's the subheading, Moderna's COVID booster caused one in 35 people to have heart injuries detectable with blood tests, Swiss doctors report. Uh, will the CDC or American researchers take note? One in 35. One 
in 35, according to this Swiss research. And, Buck, what percentage of people do you think would have ever gotten a COVID shot if you had been told, hey, you have a 1 in 35 chance of doing damage to your heart, or you can roll the dice on surviving a virus with, depending on your age, a 99.99-plus percent chance of survival, particularly if you were in your teenage years, if you were in your 20s, you were in your 30s. I mean, this is this is scary research. Again, this is from the Swiss. Uh, we'll see how much attention it gets in the United States. But my goodness, I want to tie this in with another testimony here in a minute. But what percentage of people do you think would have done that? They lied, and they're going to have to keep lying because, Clay, uh, they didn't allow people to make the basic risk analysis and calculation of all of this, right? They yes. they stacked the deck. They shut down criticism. I mean, think about this, right? Now, imagine if if somebody was saying, hey, you know, I don't know if you guys should get on this type of plane because you'll probably be, be fine but, you know, something like one in a thousand of these may have a serious mechanical failure and you could be at risk. And they said, shut up. You're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to tell anybody about that. Everybody gets on this plane. No one's allowed to know what the percentage of the risk is of getting on the plane. Uh, just as an aside, commercial aviation is actually incredibly safe. It's so safe it's <laughs> almost boring to talk about. But I'm just saying, you know, theoretically, yeah. right? If, and, and, and it wasn't as safe, you know, 50 years ago. Um, people would be outraged about that. And, and if you were selling... And this is actually a much better example, Clay. If you were selling a drug that was meant to treat uh, hypertension, let's say, and they said, you know what, it's uh, it's super rare the liver damage that it does, and we think it's so important because of all the all the heart attacks it will prevent that we're just not going to tell people about the liver damage. Not only would the company get sued and maybe go bankrupt, people might go to prison over that, right? I mean, you, no you can't do that. And if this data, if this comes out and it is true that there were, you know, there was a lot more damage done to people, I think it's a very apt comparison. And I think there need to be consequences. The problem is they diffuse so much. Um, they made everyone accessories to this, or not everybody, but as many people as they could. They diffuse so much responsibility that that's going to be the game they play. We didn't know. It was somebody else's decision. We just went with the experts. You know, another part of this, and and by the way, again, this is a Swiss study. You're probably not going to hear it talked about very much because they want to pretend now that they never tried to mandate COVID shots. But also what we do know is if you're a woman, your menstrual cycle was impacted by the COVID shot. Could have been. Um, That's already acknowledged. No one is debating it. Allison Williams, Buck, was an ESPN sideline reporter. She and her husband were working on trying to have a second child. She testified yesterday in front of Congress about ESPN, which is owned by Disney, mandating that everyone get the COVID shot. She went to her doctor. She was in the process, as many of you out there have been, of trying to have a baby. She didn't want to uh, risk getting a COVID shot uh, and injecting this mRNA into uh, into her body while she was in the process of trying to get to trying to get pregnant. She got her doctor to say, okay, you have a medical exemption. ESPN refused to allow the medical exemption from her doctor. She then also filed for a religious exemption. ESPN refused to allow her to use a religious exemption. And Buck, they told her, if you don't get the COVID shot, you are fired. 
Listen to part of her testimony from Capitol Hill yesterday. I had a valid and sincere opposition to this injection in regards to my scheduled IVF transfer. I also have valid and sincere religious objections to the COVID-19 vaccine. The extent and basis of my beliefs were questioned and they were discussed at length with human resources representatives from ESPN. The sincerity of my religious beliefs was acknowledged, but it was determined I could not continue to be employed without creating an undue burden upon the company. I was given one week to comply and get the injection or be separated from the company. I did not receive the vaccine as my beliefs did not change in that week and therefore was terminated as an employee with ESPN in October of 2021. And just like that, newly pregnant, I was stripped of my job, my health insurance, and having my personal and medical decisions the topic of national news. Okay, Buck. First of all, I know Allison a little bit. I mean, standing on the courage of your convictions is hard. ESPN fired her while she was pregnant, stripped her of her health insurance, refused to allow her uh, to in any way make a religious or health-related exemption. I imagine there's a lot of people out there who've been going through IVF. It's incredibly expensive. And while you're in that process, the last thing you want to do is upset your body's biochemistry. I, I, I am furious for people like Allison. And remember, Buck, Joe Biden tried to make it the case. So ESPN should be ashamed. And ESPN should publicly apologize to her uh, and everyone else they fired over this. And so should every company in America, by the way. But Joe Biden tried to mandate that every American just about who works at a decent-sized company in America, 84 million of us, either get the COVID shot or be fired. And it's like everybody's just forgotten about it. The only reason that wasn't upheld was because, thankfully, the Supreme Court said no. I feel so strongly about this. That and I really believe this, and I, I know that this will sound um, this will sound like exaggeration for effect on the radio. I would I would be entirely comfortable making the case that on that alone, I don't care what they say about Trump. I don't care what yeah. the charges are that they have leveled so far. It doesn't even scratch the surface for me in comparison to what Joe Biden tried to do to the American people in the most dictatorial and horrific fashion we've ever seen in a medical context or decision, in living memory at least, in this country. Um, I, I think that a vote against Biden is justified on this alone. I don't care what they say about Trump. I, it doesn't matter to me. I, I, will, I will vote against Biden, and there's all the other things we talk about every day, but for me, you can be a single-issue voter on this, this one thing, of what Joe Biden tried to do to the American people with that shot, and what was done by a lot of Democrats in a lot of states, including at the point uh, I was living there, my home state of New York, single-issue voter, no, never again, never again. And any independent, any person, any swing voter, and any sane Democrat, if they said to me, you know, I believe a lot of the stuff they're saying about Trump, but I don't care. What Joe did on the vaccines, that's unforgivable. I think that's entirely intellectually and and ethically supportable. A hundred percent it is. And... By the way, Allison, good story there. Healthy baby, had a second Yay, child. Good. Uh, so I, I bet she wouldn't change. I bet she wouldn't change her decision, Clay. She one hundred percent would not change her decision, and and she's speaking out now. Uh, she said, "I remember. I remember talking to her when this whole thing blew up. She was pregnant. Like she didn't want to be the center of the world over her personal health care decision. Uh, but when they fired her, another positive here. Fox Sports hired her." 
So she is still doing sideline work for Fox Sports. Uh, he probably doesn't want the, the praise here, but the head of Fox Sports, Eric Shanks, saw this story. Uh, he's a friend of mine. He's an awesome guy. He's been there a long time. And he said, you know, this is this is wrong. And uh, and he did his best to get her uh, hired at Fox Sports so she can do uh, work with uh, the, the Fox Sports company on sideline reporting. She's fantastic. She's super talented. She's doing a great job at ESPN. But to me, what is so important about what she testified yesterday, Buck, is there are millions of Allison Williams out there. Millions. And this is one of the things, to your point, Buck, if you're a suburban mom, have you forgotten what they did to your kids? Have you forgotten what they did to your family? Have you forgotten having to put that mask on your kid even though you knew it was totally worthless because Democrats were telling you that if you didn't have that mask on your kids that they would uh, that they would die of COVID? Have you forgotten that they made your kids sit in front of a remote learning uh, laptop or whatever it would have been? in a totally worthless remote learning concept. I I understand, and we've talked about this a lot, but I think we need to keep hammering it into 2024. I understand that some of you may out there may be huge Trump people, and some of you may be Vivek or, or DeSantis. And right now there's a lot of tempest, uh, as there will be during the course of the Republican primary as everybody waves the flag of the guy or girl they like the best. But understand, when you have this choice, Ultimately, next year, you are being asked to render a verdict on whether you believe Joe Biden or whoever the Democrat is going to be was honest and forthright and 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 didn't hide the truth from you during covid and during his tenure. And if you vote Democrat, frankly, I don't understand how your brain works. I really don't. Uh, can I can I say that, you know, we were hoping in 2022 there would be that reckoning that we talked about, but there were smoke screens thrown up. There were other things. Censoring, uh, you know, now the polling is showing that it's it's what I thought would happen, but it just took a little more time. Abortion in a lot of these states is likely to be much less of an issue because yeah. the blue states, nothing changed. And other states, people see what actually the rules are. And, you know, if you're in a very red state, well, guess what? You're in a very red state. Um, so I think that'll be less of an issue the next time around. There was also some of the um, 2020 election stuff. But putting all that all that aside, Joe Biden was really the one who was the most egregious COVID criminal. I know we talked about the other context in which he's a criminal, and those are all true. Yes. Um, but the, the COVID, uh, the crimes of COVID that he committed against the country have never really been uh, put to the test by the voter. Um, he wasn't on the ballot in 2022. As it stands right now, things could change. But as it stands right now, he will be on the ballot in 2024. And and I think that the American people do need to be reminded. He was saying that it, we were facing a winter of death for the unvaccinated. The the, the um, moral blackmail, the constant, just insidious um, undermining and and slights of all kinds from the White House over this issue, that they were entirely wrong on not a single person out there who chose not to get the shot was in any way a greater danger to anyone around them than everyone who got shots three four five six seven not one person because we know what actually ended up happening they were wrong about it stopping the spread and they were also wrong about the scale of the side effects those are just matters of fact now the fact that joe biden hasn't had to do a at least a speech where he 
tries to do some mealy-mouthed apology over this is appalling. Appalling. Here's my biggest concern about Trump on this issue, Buck. And this is something for everybody to just put in their back pocket and think about because, obviously, the in theory, we're going to have debates next year, presuming that Trump were the nominee. Is he willing to go after Biden? Balls to the wall on this issue. There are a lot of issues you can attack Biden on. This is one where there is no defense. And I, I hope that Trump is going to be willing to go after Biden, just absolutely level him over this on a public forum, because that's one of the few times, Buck, you get the opportunity to speak to those undecideds in the debate. On 9-11, 2,977 people lost their lives, and today, 9-11-related illnesses continue to take lives, yet a whole generation knows little to nothing about our nation's darkest day. The Tunnel of the Towers 9-11 Institute's writing this wrong by educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about 9-11. Their nonfiction first-person accounts are told through videos and the book series. These accounts are moving and unparalleled. Kids won't forget the true stories. The Institute offers full curriculum units with scripted social studies lessons, activities, and background for teachers. They've got a speakers bureau for classrooms with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, and loved ones. To never forget, we must educate future generations. Let's help our nation honor its vow. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Truth seeking. Reality telling. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name Clay for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. 
Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. You know, it's not just on the science as it relates to COVID that they got so many things incredibly wrong. Clay, it has been remarkable lately. Uh, You saw that Hillary uh, Clinton tweet about how if it's so hot outside, you need to blame a Republican. Blame a MAGA voter. You're like, wait, what? It's hot? You're going to blame MAGA voters? Here's Joe Biden, noted scientist, right up there alongside Greta Thunberg, uh, Play 14. I don't think anybody can deny the impact of climate change anymore. There used to be a lot of time when I first got here, a lot of people said, oh, it's not a problem. Well, I don't know anybody, I shouldn't say that. I don't know anybody who honestly believes climate change is not a serious problem. I do. You utter buffoon, Joe Biden. I, I believe it is not a serious problem at all. In fact, it is not a problem. It is a reality of weather systems that have existed for as long as there's been a planet yeah it's funny to me when you look at the history of of the planet and 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 you think in terms of hundreds of millions of years basically everywhere has had every weather imaginable and 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 so this idea that suddenly we're all going to die because of climate change you know buck they don't talk about it but you know the data actually reflects that as the planet warms there are fewer deaths because the cold actually kills way more people. So in terms, I live of in Miami, my death, man. It's it's great down here. If you could turn, yeah. if you could turn, you know, Nova Scotia into Miami, I don't know how bad it would really be. Well, for anybody out there who was a dinosaur uh, aficionado when they were kids, the reason they find dinosaurs everywhere is because basically much of the world was a, a rainforest back in the day, right? So even places that are incredibly cold now used to have the ability to to maintain uh, temperature where they could have reptiles. And so th- the idea that of all the things that are going on right now, this should be something that you or me or any of our kids lo- lose sleep over or that we would even talk about it. If you compare climate change to the national debt, we're $32 trillion in debt. I'm way more concerned about the 32 trillion in debt than I am climate change. You know what? I, you know one thing, Clay. We were talking about this in 2019, the summer when I was doing my my show solo. I said, you know what scares me a lot more than climate change? Everybody, um, back, uh, antibiotic resistant bacteria and pandemic disease. I swear it's true, and and it was true. Just saying. You and Fauci. Uh, look, Innovation Refunds, company helping thousands of small businesses obtain their ERC tax refunds from the IR, uh, IRS. The ERC is the Employee Retention Credit. If you own a business with five or more employees, you could have money waiting to be claimed. Innovation Refunds, dedicated to helping business owners navigate the complicated process with their team of independent tax attorneys. 
That group is experienced in understanding ways different kinds of companies can claim tax deductions as a result of COVID. There are other companies saying they specialize in ERC tax refunds. Not every company is the same. That's why you need innovation refunds. Hundreds of five-star Trustpilot Google reviews and certified with the Better Business Bureau. Trust your business with innovation refunds. Innovationrefunds.com starts the process. You could be on your way to receiving money for your business. No upfront charges. They don't get paid unless you get paid. Go to innovationrefunds.com. Call them 1-843-REFUNDS. 1-843-REFUNDS. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. In Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We are rolling through the Friday edition of the program. And Buck, I would say one of the things that characterizes the modern Democrat Party is they say a lot of things that would actually be classified as super racist. <laughs> as in, if you are this color, there is an issue with you. And of course, white men, who I believe, Buck, represent 30% now of the American population, roughly. Um, white men are the bane of all evil. We are the cause of everything that is ill in the world. And it's amazing how often Democrats just come right out and explicitly say white men are the problem. And I saw this from our good friend Ilhan Omar, uh, who is a representative of Congress from Minnesota. She was doing an interview. I think this was an interview with Al Jazeera. The team can uh, confirm with me that that is true because, of course, no one pursues the truth more than Al Jazeera. Uh, and she would, she said that everybody out there should be fearful of white men. Listen to cut seven. I would say uh, uh, our, our country should be more fearful of, of, of white men across our country because they are actually um, causing uh, most of the deaths within this country. Okay. Now, wow. leaving aside, Buck, unless she's referring to Dr. Fauci, uh, which is a good joke that I saw uh, out there, leaving aside Dr. Fauci, is this, is this racist in your opinion, Buck, or super racist? How would you define this? Well, it's certainly under the rules that we all have to live by, uh, which is that we're told you're not just allowed to to state uh, statistics about groups if it is damaging to the perception in any way or could be perceived as theoretically damaging to that group, um, you know, that it's racist. I mean, you know, pointing out, at least according to the left, that uh, Asian Americans dramatically outperform everybody else on the SATs. It's a statistical fact, yes. but if you say it in front of some people on the left, they get very upset, but they don't like that. How dare you talk about, you know, and, and making uh, math math skill jokes when it comes to the Asian-American community is not funny, it is racist, things like that. Um, in this context, well, uh, white people are still a majority in America, so saying that a majority of anything occurs within the white community doesn't really tell you very much. If you want to talk about per capita, that would be a really interesting discussion on a whole range of topics. But I don't think we're allowed to have that discussion. Let's have it. Um, because I actually, after, so this was Al Jazeera, by the way. After Ilhan Omar's comments last night, um, first of all, we have really reliable data. And you and I talk about this, and I wrote about it quite a bit in my book uh, as well, because I've long been of this opinion. There are lots of, uh, there's lots of noise in data on crime. Because, for instance, let's say you live in a city and your expensive bike gets stolen outside of your house, but you know the police never come to, to, to look into this, you know they're not going to be able to do anything, 
then the odds that you might call the police and say, hey, I was the victim of a theft, my property was stolen, is low. It doesn't mean that your neighborhood is safe or that crime isn't an issue. It's actually the opposite. You're so convinced that nothing will come of it that you just say, I'm not even going to worry about this, right? Even though losing your expensive bike when it was uh, chained outside of your house, let's say, is a big deal. Buck, maybe with you, when you would have lost your scooter back in the day. Whoa, you would have been like tears streaming down your face, but I don't know that maybe you call the police about it because that's a relatively minor crime in the context of everything else. A super serious crime, because I think this is super racist, uh, but a super serious crime would be murder. I.e., if you are killed violently, it's hard to hide the fact that you were killed violently. And I went and looked at the most recent FBI stats. And you know what? I saw something that maybe Ilhan Omar's never bothered to actually look at. And that is this. 6% of the population, roughly, 6.5% of the population, let's say, black men, commit over half of all murders. Almost all of the victims here are black as well, right? Because you're most likely to kill people of the same race as you, despite the fact that the media covers white people committing crimes against black people as if it is somehow a, a epidemic. Most murder occurs inside of your racial group. White people tend to kill white people. Black people tend to kill black people. Black people kill way more than any other ethnic group in the country. Six and a half percent of the population commits over half of all murders. Buck, on a per capita basis, this is off the charts staggering. Now, I don't think that you should judge anyone as a reflection of their race or their gender, right? I think that's racist. I think that's sexist. Judge individuals on their individual merit, on their individual ability, or as back in the day, an esteemed man might have said, by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. That's what we should aspire to in the United States and I think around the world. But what Elon Omar said is directly racist. It's also factually inaccurate. Black men commit off-the-charts levels of violence in this country. She may not know that because maybe she's not that intelligent, or she's just fine spreading lies because it ties in with Joe Biden saying the biggest threat in our country today is MAGA Republicans and domestic right-wing extremists. So, To be uh, fair, Ilhan yeah. Omar's um, skill set, anti-white racism is kind of a secondary concern. For Anti-Semitism <laughs> is really where Ilhan Omar shines, just to be that's, clear. That's where she makes uh, that, that's where she's an elite uh, talent. That's where she's a Hall of Fame level uh, contender. So, here's the thing. If a white Republican said what Elon Omar said and said, hey, the people we need to be concerned about in America today are, let's say, Hispanics. That is a huge story. If they said, hey, the people we need to be concerned about are overwhelmingly black men, which would be statistically accurate, that would be the number one story in America and that uh, that political representative would be branded the worst racist in America. And it, I'm, you guys know all that, that I am true when I am saying this. So my question for you is, how do we defeat a world where we have created such identity politics, Buck, that both whom is speaking, the fact that Elon Omar is a black Muslim woman means that she isn't held to the same standard as a white Christian man would be, which is wrong. But also, the group that she is speaking about, white men, you're allowed to say anything about. So both you have a protected class speaker in Elon Omar based on her identity, something that she did not choose, and you have a group, white men, that you can attack in a way that you couldn't anyone else. 
how do we, and this, I think this is a broad question for all of you on Friday as we roll into the weekend, how do we destroy the very fabric of this identity politics universe well, where Elon Omar is totally within her rights as a black uh, woman to say this about white men, and a white man could never say this about any group in America without being absolutely lacerated? What should the standard be? How do we fix it? Easy well, question it's, for you, Buck, on Friday. Yeah, I was going to say, it's... Um, you don't even have to just look at this in the context of violence statistics or something like that. Uh, you can, we have a culture where we're constantly told that there is uh, systemic racism against non-white individuals, right? Correct. That is that is the line, the Democrats, corporate America, the media, Hollywood, that's what they've all adopted. Meanwhile, um, if you are the wrong race and you say a word that you're not allowed to say, your entire life and career and everything can be ruined and destroyed, no matter what context you say it in, by the way, which is, I think, just wrong. I think it's ethically and, and morally wrong that this is the Intent rule we should know. matter. It should be the foundation of how we judge any of this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You would think so, right? But no, that's how powerful this narrative is. And then on the other side of things... You can say absolutely anything you want about uh, white men yes. in our discourse. Anything. You can say that, uh, that that the rapists are all white men. You can say that the murderers are all white, white men. Whatever. You can say anything you want, and there are zero professional, cultural, or other consequences really whatsoever. I mean, you just know you can do that and say that. So this is how far it's gone, um, and this is, I think, something that... When you look at wokeness, it, it can sound very uh, academic to a lot of people. We're like, well, we're looking at DEI training, all of this stuff. We either uh, fight for a standard where everyone is treated based upon, as you said, treated on uh, who they are, not how they look or what their ethnicity is, um, or else you're always just dealing with this. The only consistent standard has to be human beings or individuals. We're all equal in God's eyes and the eyes of the law, truly equal in the eyes of the law, not, well, you know, historic, no. No, that's not how it goes. Um, so it's essentially just really the fight for objective truth and objective standards. That's what it actually comes down to. Because what they want is always, and this is what intersectionality, which you don't hear a lot anymore. That term became very popular a few years ago. Intersectionality, some people say, is effectively racial Marxism, which is where society is just interlocking racial groups with different levels of oppression. And we all have yes. to become familiar with them. And everything must be judged through that prism. This is completely unworkable for a society. It's insane. It's also immoral. Um, but it has become very common. And Democrats, they, if you ever see like certain Democrats, they'll sit there and, uh, you know, it reminds me of Gavin, the Gavin Newsom thing, for example, with Adam Carolla many years ago. And that was many years ago. That was over yeah. like a decade ago where he, and this is about Hispanics. He just says, well, why do, why do so few Hispanics in your state of California have a checking account? It's entirely free. You just walk in and get a checking account. So why is that the fault of society? And and all Gavin Newsom knew was that the blame must be put on other, you know, on the system. And, yeah, and that's right. why he had no answer for it whatsoever. You see that over and over again, that all the Democrats know are those baseline rules. You can always blame the system, and by the system they mean white people. And... I would just point out that you probably will not see or hear that clip discussed anywhere and uh, on, on the left in America. and But they would defend it. If, if, if it turned into a story, they would be like, oh, yeah, well, this is totally acceptable. And I just bring it back to, as a part of the 2024 Republican 
primary race and certainly into the election itself. I hope the eventual nominee comes over the top with a lot of these facts and helps to... The, the, the one thing I would say about Trump uh, that in terms of discourse, he's proven that the American public does not believe in cancel culture and they're not seeking to fire someone over a uh, a slip of the tongue. And I think sharing actual facts is the only way, Buck, we can ever solve anything in this country. And if you don't, if you really want to reduce murders, you have to point out who's actually committing the murders and where they're occurring, which is the foundation of trying to keep less of them from happening. And that brings to bear something we mentioned earlier, which is, I'm sure you saw, we talked about it a little bit, uh, the Oakland NAACP. They put out a pretty fascinating statement where they just kind of threw their hands up and finally said, hey, we've been sold a bill of goods out here in the Bay Area, and we're all reaping the consequences of the lies that have been sold about how to make our community safer. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, we, we've reached out to uh, trying to get in touch with Bukele, the uh, president of El Salvador, because to take a country that was one of the most violent in the world and in a number of years, make it one of the safest in the Western world, at least. It's remarkable. But um, he did this really crazy thing where he just decided uh, we're going to enforce the law and lock up criminals who are a threat to people, irrespective of what the you know UN human rights groups complain about yep. and irrespective of what the demographics are it is 99% men and 99% MS13 and uh and other gang members um so he just goes we're going to lock people up and we're going to keep the uh other 99% of society safe so it's interesting what happens when you do that if your cell phone service is with AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile you're spending far too much money every month for the exact service you can get from Pure Talk Customers of Pure Talk are enjoying a big upgrade now, too, with more data added to their plan without any price increase. Their monthly plan for all that data, as well as unlimited calls and texts, is just $20 a month. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk, text, and now 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. That's a great value and a reason to finally say goodbye to your current carrier with an easy switch over to Pure Talk. We like Pure Talk for other reasons, too. They're veteran-owned, and they keep jobs here at home in the U.S. Their Pure Talk customer service team is entirely U.S.-based. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Dial pound 250 and say Clay and Buck to make the switch to Pure Talk. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, and make the switch to Pure Talk today. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Stay current with what Clay and Buck are saying on TV. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. 
The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another health care provider. HealthLock.com. HealthLock.com. All right, we're heading out for the weekend, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us here. Talk a little bit about some of our plans. You know, Clay, I got uh, my dad's coming into town. So we're going to be uh, taking him out for a belated Florida uh, dinner. Hopefully it won't. I was supposed to play tennis yesterday, and a sudden monsoon came in. I know you know <laughs> about this from your living in the Caribbean. I don't know. Yes. It, it goes from sunny and amazing to, oh, my gosh. It looks like uh, the end of the world is hitting, uh, so we're probably going to do indoor dining. But uh, we're thinking about maybe going, and this is what I was going to bring up to you, going to see Oppenheimer. Have you been yet? Oh, that's cool. No, um, that is uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. I would like to see it. Uh, I am headed. Uh, so, by the way, I hope your dad has a good visit. hope he hand- handles the heat. I know in the summer, he's. I mean, the winter, he's been sometimes hard to evict from South Florida, as many people are. He he loves Miami in January, I will say. Yeah. That is a fair point, yes. Um, we are going uh, this afternoon. I'm headed down to Atlanta. So my boys, uh, the Travis boys, are huge Atlanta Braves fans. So we are going to be down Atlanta. I'm doing the show Monday and Tuesday from our Atlanta radio affiliate. Uh, but we are going to a bunch of Atlanta Braves games uh, for their homestand. So I can't wait. My boys, this is like the fourth straight year we've done it. Earlier, we're mentioning the ridiculousness of COVID. Um, 
one positive was my middle son became a monster Braves fan when there wasn't that much to do, and we were watching the Braves every night. We're the local affiliate here in Nashville. We get the Braves games. And so what he wanted to do in 2020, Buck, I can't believe this ever occurred, on his ninth birthday, we went and stayed in the Omni Hotel, which for people who watch the Braves is the hotel and basically in the outfield. You weren't allowed into the stadium, Buck. But you can see into the stadium during that empty COVID year when there was no fans allowed. You can watch the game from the hotel. Some of the rooms overlook uh, into the Brave Stadium. So you could have on the plaza directly below the hotel a packed area with a jumbotron showing the game. But you were not allowed to enter into the stadium itself. So we went for the first time to this new Braves stadium that they built in the Battery. It's fabulous. Love everything about it. And watched from our hotel room the Atlanta Braves play in 2020. So this is now the fourth year of a tradition. The last three, thankfully, you've been able to actually go into the stadium. So we're going to go watch a bunch of games. I'll have the Travis boys with me. I know there are a lot of Braves fans probably listening right now. So uh, they're having a great season. I'm excited. It should be fun. Is the Braves name safe or is there... Still, you know, it's we know that uh, Cleveland. Yeah, they're coming after the Chiefs. They're coming after the Braves. Obviously, the Indians and the and the Redskins have given up the the name go, the Ghost. I don't think the Braves will allow the Braves name to be uh, to be taken away. I, I really don't. I, I think the fact that they have a red state fan base overwhelmingly, basically, if you are an SEC fan. You tend to root for the Braves because there aren't a lot of Southern Major League Baseball teams, yeah. and I think that fan base would uh, would revolt if they tried to do it. So I do think it's safe. And Tomahawk Chop Braves, as well. To me, it goes in that category along with like uh, Apache helicopter and you know Kiowa helicopter. You know, it's 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 uh, elevation and and, yes. and respect. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.